So praise the Lord. Thank you so much. How many knows God is good? I've never heard the song that they sang just a little while ago, but the three sentences, can you help me with it? Erased my past. My past is erased. What, what? My name be changed. Let's testify. My God, aren't you glad that God changed your past one day? Hallelujah. I don't identify with who I used to be. It's amazing y'all sang that song because it goes right along with my message today. But I want to give honor to your pastor. Uh, I've been pastoring myself for 13 years, and I know how hard it is to turn your pulpit over to somebody, especially that you don't know. And so I honor your pastor today. I think he's doing a great job right here. Amen. You've got a great man of God. Hallelujah. And then I've got to talk about Brother Schultz. He made a comment yesterday, and I thought, where's that coming from? He said he was kind of worried about me preaching today. And I said, well, you've never heard me preach. Or that's what was going through my head. And then this morning it came to me. He was worried about what I was going to say about him. (laughs) So, Brother Schultz, I'll get the hush-hush money after church. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I love Brother Schultz. I've known him for a long time. He's always been there when you needed him. He was kind of the glue to our youth group when I was at the Bible church and he held all of us together and he tried to keep us from doing wrong. But me and brother Jimmy Simonson, uh, he and I always seemed to get in trouble quite often. And I was probably the least voted to be pastor or even a preacher at that point in my time, my life, (laughs) but God, he's got a, he has a sense of humor. Amen. I still question him sometimes. God, you sure used to want me to preach. (laughs) But on my way up here, uh, I was only planning on being here through today. I was going to head back this morning, but the Lord spoke to me and said, stay till Monday. And the Lord said, you're going to preach. And I didn't know that. And the Lord's given me a message. And it's simply entitled this, take off those beggars garments. I feel the Holy Ghost here. Hallelujah. Pastor Biddle, I appreciate you so much for allowing me this opportunity to speak to your congregation. But if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Mark chapter 10. I'm going to read two verses here. Verse 46 says, And they came to Jericho, And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And if you'll jump down to verse 52. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his height and followed Jesus in the way. Brother Biddle, if you will, pray over the reading of the word. 
Amen. In Jesus' name, you can be seated. I hate to be a bother, but do you have like a small book I can use to lift this up a little bit? There's a reflection. It's kind of hindering my eyesight. Let's see if that works. That worked right there. Perfect. Thank you. So I have a question for you, which would simply be is, have you ever been in a service that you could actually feel the presence of the Lord just so strong in that service? Amen. And have you ever been so tired of your circumstances and being in a spiritual warfare that you felt like a beggar because you keep asking God over and over and over uh, if he will meet your need? Amen. To the point that you're concerned with, you weren't concerned with who was there at that service. Amen. Uh, I've been in some services. I've been in some situations where I thought, God, I don't care who's here. I'm not here to put on a show for them, but I need you. Amen. I I don't know about you, but I've been in some circumstances where I knew nobody else could take care of them but my God. Amen. Have you ever been in such a desperate situation and knew that this might be your only opportunity to have God move on your need? Amen. I hope that you can give me just a few moments here today. I want to somehow let us to understand what I'm talking about, taking off those garments of begging, amen. But the garments we wear become our identity, amen. Some know me as pastor. They know me as a counselor. Uh, My wife knows me as a husband. My children know me as dad. My grandchildren know me as poppy, amen. Some know me as a friend. Isn't that right, Brother Schultz? Praise the Lord. We're still friends. <laughs> Spiritually, we can be known for our garments as well, such as a worshiper of God. We're faithful, a child of God, filled with the Holy Ghost, and so forth. Amen? But there's always a flip side to the coin. We can also be known with the garments of depression or garments of heartache or hurt or addiction and so many others that I could list. We need to be ready to throw aside whatever identifies us as a beggar in this place today. Psalms chapter 18 verses 1 through 3 says this to the chief musician, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spake unto the Lord the words of this song in the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. And he said, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock. My, my, my. Is he your rock today? And my fortress. And my deliverer. And my God. My strength. In whom I will trust. My buckler. My horn of salvation. And my high tower. I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. If you drop down to verse 17, it says, He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. They uh, prevented me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my stay. 
He brought me forth also into a large place. I want you to pay attention to what this says. He delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands, hath he recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. It doesn't matter what I go through. It doesn't matter what tomorrow might look like. It may not matter what happened last week or what's going to happen next week. There's nothing in this world that can separate me from the love of God. I don't know about you today. It doesn't matter how bad it might look, how dim it might seem. My God has your answers and he has you in the palm of his hand. Hallelujah. There are a lot of people in the Bible and probably some of those that are here today have felt that this is my chance to get the master's attention. Amen. I love the worship that I felt here. It's great spirit of God in this place and nothing should hold us back from getting his attention. Amen. So let someone have a need great enough and they're going to do whatever it takes to get his attention. Amen. Let them struggle long enough. Let them weep long enough or feel loneliness long enough. They're going to do whatever it takes. Amen. The greater the need, the greater the shout. I don't know about you, but I need him daily. Amen. Well, you're a pastor. Don't matter if I'm a pastor or not. I need God daily. Amen. I got to pray every day. Are you one of these people that are willing to get God's attention? What I suggest to all of us is that we cast off our beggar's garments and put on a garment of praise and a garment of expectation to have Jesus meet us right here today. Amen. I didn't come in here just to uh, be entertained, and I didn't come in here to entertain you today, but I did come here to entertain the presence and the Spirit of God. You see, it's because of the Holy Ghost that I now have in my life. It delivers me. It takes me through all my heartaches and all my pains and everything that I go through. So getting to our story, Jesus came to Jericho and left Jericho. And this is an illustration of what happens when we do not prepare ourselves to be in the presence of God. He'll come and go. And we won't receive anything. Hello? (laughs) He'll come and go if we're not prepared. Amen? When we come to the house of God, we need to come prepared. We need to come with an expectation. I don't want Jesus to come here, and then I don't want to leave here the same way I came. Hello? I said, I don't need to leave here the same way I came. So I come expecting to receive something from the Almighty God. Take off the beggar's clothes and put on a garment of expectation. One blind man by the name of Bartimaeus, he had a past. Hello? His past was and that everybody that knew him that there was a blind beggar man. And he went to this same spot every day and he sat there and he begged of alms. But something happened one day. He heard that there was a crowd coming and he heard Jesus was in the midst of this crowd. Amen. And so he was identified as a blind beggar that day. 
But when he heard the crowd, the Bible says that he began to cry out, Thou son of David, have mercy upon me. And all of a sudden, there was some people on those sidelines there that looked at him and said, Look, he's got a crowd around him. He don't have time to come over here and talk to you today. And they tell him to hold his peace. But the more they tried to quiet him, the louder he got. You see, he was tired of his identity. He was tired of being known as blind Bartimaeus, the blind beggar. Amen. And if we go on and read just a little bit further, you will notice that in the scripture, it says that when uh, uh, Jesus got near where he was, that that beggar had caught his attention. And when he cried all the louder, all of a sudden Jesus stops in his tracks. I want to ask you something. Are your needs great enough to stop the Lord? Are you willing to do whatever it takes to stop the Lord? The blind, uh, the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says that when she reached and lunged and touched the bottom of his garment, he stopped in his tracks. He said, who touched me? I'm here to tell you today, it doesn't matter how many is in here worshiping him. It doesn't matter how many across churches, across this world are worshiping him. Are you great enough? Are your needs great enough? Are you willing to do what it takes to stop the Lord in his tracks so he can meet your need. And so he stopped and said, bring him to me. I like what Bartimaeus did. He stood up and if you read the story, it says he took off his garment. I like it when it gets quiet. That means I got your attention. He took off his garment. What did the garment represent? It was a beggar's garment. I said it was a beggar's garment. And so he took off the beggar's garment. What he was saying is, I used to be a beggar. But I'm about to get in the presence of the almighty God. He said what he was thinking in his mind. I'm going to take this garment off because once I go before him, I need a new garment. Hallelujah. What I'm here to tell you today is if you're wearing a garment of depression, if you're wearing a garment of hurt or of pain or of heartache or of addiction, it doesn't matter what your garment is. You need to get ready to take it off because you're in the presence of an almighty God that's here to give you a new garment. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Listen, he couldn't see, but he could hear. God will give you what you need to use. He couldn't see the Lord, but he heard him. He couldn't see, but he had his hands. He had his feet. Listen, some of us, we can't sing. Hello? I am not like Brother Biddle. My church does not allow me to get up with the praise singers. Wow, they laughing, brother. Y'all don't know me like that. <laughs> I'm messing with you. But they won't give me a microphone when it comes to praise singing. So I take advantage of when I'm getting up to preach. I'll tell the 
keyboardist stay right there. We're going to sing something. <laughs> and so we sing our little songs. And I, I love that song, Falling in Love with Jesus. Amen. How many know that you've got to fall in love with him? Hallelujah. I said you've got to fall in love with him. Listen, I might not be able to sing very well, but I like to do it. I like to see how many is left over when I'm done. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But listen, the Lord gave me some hands. I can clap with the best of them. The Lord gave me some feet. I can run around the church with the best of them. I used to be able to jump. My jumper don't work so good no more. Praise the Lord. I love preaching. I can't sing. I can't, can't clap. I mean, I can clap. I can't shout and jump like I used to, but I still give it a try. Amen? Because guess what? I'm going to use what the Lord gave me. Amen? Blind Bartimaeus couldn't see the Lord, but he knew he was coming. And so he did whatever it took. He used his vocal cords, and he got his attention. Amen? Listen, some of us come in here, and we can run. We can shout. We can dance. We can do whatever, but some of us don't ever do anything. Hello? I said, we'll sit here on these pews and we'll just let somebody else do it. They're going to bring down the power of God. Yes, they will. But I'm here to tell you, God's going to bless them until you learn to get up out of your seat, until you learn to lift your hands, until you learn to jump up and down, until you learn to run around the church, until you learn to go ahead and do whatever it takes. God's not going to bless until you give him your everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know some of us come to church tired. Listen, I'm 29. I'll give you your hush-hush money later. I'm 55. Amen. But uh, I like to say I'm 29. I, you know something I've learned about old age? It's all right if I get sidetracked a little bit. I've learned this about old age. And I'm not old, so don't get me wrong. I've learned this about getting older. My mind tells me I'm 21. Mm -hmm. My body says, no, you're not. How, how, can I get a witness? Praise the Lord. Young people, look around. I'm telling you. Your mind will tell you you're 21. But when you start acting like a 21-year-old, your body's going to say, hold on, brother. And you're going to take a step back. And you're not going to go that way. Amen. I know some of us come to church tired. We come to church sometimes a little under the weather. Amen. Sometimes we might come to be just a spectator. But I'm here to tell you what you need to learn to do is to put all that stuff aside. Because it's time to take off those old garments. And it's time to put on a new garment. It's time to worship the Lord like you've never worshipped him before. Listen, in Isaiah 61, 1 through 3, it says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. It's not talking about just preachers. Come on now, it's talking about you. What's it mean? You need to be a witness. 
You need to be preaching the gospel to the lost. You need to be out doing something to win somebody to God. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Amen. That sounds like a job for all saints. Praise the Lord. Notice what verse 3 says. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. Listen to this. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. In other words, when we come to the house of God or we're dealing with anybody that has a heavy spirit, you need to help them to change their garments from a garment of weariness and heaviness into a garment of praise and of worship. Listen, we've got to come together and lift up the name of Jesus. we got to come together and be in one mind and one accord. That they might be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. Amen. Ordinary church is easy. Hello? I said ordinary church is easy. It's coming into church and doing the same thing over and over again. Hello? Uh, It doesn't take any effort. Ordinary is the same thing. Every service. Come up, sing a couple songs, sit back down, have some word. Come back up, sing a couple more songs, worship God a little bit, sit down. But listen, our God is more than an ordinary God. He's an extraordinary God. And he needs extraordinary worship and praise from you and me. Hello, if you want to move of the Holy Ghost, you need to take off those old garments. I'm talking about spiritual garments. Take those things off, lay them to the side. We need to come in here with our minds made up that I'm going to grab onto a new garment that the Lord is passing out. Amen. When Jesus walked on the water, the ordinary stayed in the boat. Hello. I said when Jesus come walking to the disciples on the water, the ordinary stayed in the boat. One out of all of them said, bid me to come unto you. Now, I don't know about you, but I'd like to walk on water someday. People will look at me and say, that's not going to happen. That's all right. You don't know what God's able to do. God can make anything happen. Amen. But Peter, he stepped out on the boat and stepped out onto the water. And as long as he had his eyes on the Lord, he was able to walk across the water. It's when he started taking his eyes off him, he began to sink. Now, some will say he failed. What I'm saying is he did something extraordinary. Amen. I don't understand why he took his eyes off the Lord and let the waves begin to trouble him. But I do know this. It was his extraordinary faith in God that got him out of the boat and walking on water. Listen, what I'm trying to tell you is if you can get out of the ordinary and you can get into some extraordinary worship, my God will meet your need. My God will take you further and take you longer than you ever have before. You need to turn it all off and give it to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want the extraordinary services. I want to experience what no one else has experienced. I want to hear what no one else has heard. I want to see what no one else has ever seen. 
I want to feel what no one else has ever felt. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out for mercy. And he began to cry out, Lord, touch me. you got to have mercy on me. And they brought him to him. And the Bible says that he took off the beggar's garments. I'm here to ask you today, who's willing to lay what side those beggar's garments? You see, that was a sign of change. His past was no more. He changed his name. Hallelujah. My, my, my. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that one day when I came to the Lord, I was able to take off the sin of hurt. I was able to take off the garments of pain. I was able to take off the garments of my past. And I was able to leave them laying there. See, Bartimaeus had a choice. He could have went back and picked up the garment that he laid down, but he never went back. Listen, why would he go back when the Lord opened his eyes? <laughs> Listen, from that day forward, he wasn't known as the blind beggar. I said he wasn't known as the blind beggar. This is what I'm telling you. We don't need to be known as a dead church. Hello? I said we don't need to be known as dead saints. It's just the same old, same old. No, it's not. It's extraordinary. We come alive when we get into the presence of God. Why? Because what I did yesterday don't matter anymore because I put it in the hands of God. What I did last year doesn't matter anymore. Why? Because it's under the blood of Jesus Christ. Listen, I love what the scripture says when it says, weeping may endure for the night. But guess what? Joy cometh in the morning. How many understand it? You might be at the midnight hour right now, but I'm here to tell you just in a few hours or just in a few moments, you can be in the morning time and you can have joy unspeakable. Amen. God wants to change someone here today. God wants you to lay off those garments that's that's symbolic to the lifestyle that you've been in. The garment represents your life right now. What will it be when you walk out of here today? The coach said, I'm blind. Therefore, I cannot do for myself and provide for myself. Therefore, I am a beggar. My life and my existence are determined by the generosity of those that have sight. But when blind Bartimaeus finally made it to the Lord, and the Lord healed him, that garment couldn't dictate anymore who he was you see his identity changed now Bartimaeus could take care of himself spiritually we can take care of ourselves whenever we lay those garments off there are many who like the Israelites choose to live as blind beggars choose to receive anything and everything second hand See, off of other people's worship, off of other people's faith or prayers, we try to receive. And what the Lord's trying to tell us is that I need to upgrade my prayer life. I need to upgrade my faith. I need to upgrade my worship. Amen. Many of the churches today are blind by choice. 
See, what Bartimaeus heard of Jesus called him beyond his condition convinced him of a fuller life. He conceived something new, something different. And it was a life he had never had before. And so it was so new to him. Why would you go back to the same life? You see, this faith in his heart created a spiritual sight of what could it be. Amen. So when he casted his garment away, he was laying down his past. I'm here to ask you today, is there anyone here that needs to lay down your past? Is there anybody here that wants to change your identity? In Genesis 35, 1 through 7. It says, and God said unto Jacob, arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there and make there an altar unto God that appeared unto thee when thou fleddest from the face of Esau, thy brother. Then Jacob said unto his household and to all that were with him, put away the strange gods that are among you and be clean. And notice what he says, and change your garments. We're not who we used to be. Let us arise and go up to Bethel, and I will make there an altar unto God, who answered me in the day of my distress and was with me in the way which I went. And they gave unto Jacob all the strange gods which were in their hand, and they all and all the earrings which were in their ears. And Jacob hid them all under the oak which by Seshem. And they journeyed. The terror of God was upon the cities that were around about them. And they did not pursue after the sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to Luz, which is in the land of Canaan. That is Bethel and he and all the people that were with him. And he built there an altar and called the place of Bethel. Because there God appeared unto them, uh, him when he fled from the face of his brother. The thing was, is they didn't stay where they were at. And he told them, change your garments. When I'm moving from where I am, something's got to change. I can't stay in the same place. I've got to move forward. For me to move forward, I've got to change my garments. You see, they had to take off the old garments to prepare themselves to be in God's presence. That's what I want to tell you today. Does God want you to lay those garments aside? Can we all stand? A message doesn't have to be everlasting. I mean, yeah, it doesn't have to be everlasting to be heavenly minded. I don't know anybody here but two people, three people, four people, five people, just the Schultz family. (laughs) But I felt impressed in my prayer last night that someone here has been fighting depression and some other things. I want to ask everyone in this place a question today with all eyes closed, all heads bowed. Who here needs to take off some old garments? Come on, I know there's more than one. 
Who's tired of that same old life that you've been living? It's time to step into the presence of God. He stands here with open arms. And he's saying, I've got a new garment for you. I've got a new garment for you. Who's willing to step out right now and to make your way down this way? Come on. The presence of the Lord is here. Get your mind on God. You don't have to suffer from the hurt. You don't have to suffer from the pain. God wants to lay that garment down. He's got a new robe for you. Bartimaeus would have never received his healing. His identity would have never have changed if he had never stood up. No one told him to take the garment off. But they did tell him to come. He chose to lay the garment down. Is there anybody else? Can I get some to come gather around these that are here at the altar?